Are we back? Yes. Hey, everybody. I'm high as <laughs> balls, and I got a 420 show on 420. Who the thunk it? Look at this. Brought to you by the High Society. They gave me this little lighter. Look at this. This is the best. It's got a little poker and a little nut, you know, so you don't burn your finger. You want to stop having resin hands? Get the High Society lighter. But no, and that's not what I'm pushing right now, actually, as the show, 420 show with Chad Goes Deep, uh, Chad Kroger and JT Parr, my dear friends and extremely funny comics, and Brian Simpson, a dear friend and extremely funny comic, and Audrey Stewart, and you know what the fuck I'm going to say, extremely funny friend and a friend new comic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're all uh, the best, and uh, the live show is already sold out. Uh, but there's live stream tickets, so you could watch from the comfort of your own home. And it is a live show, so it's not, you know, it's good. It's good. The lineup's sick. Everyone's going to be high. I might bomb because I'm going to be high. <laughs> Anyways, uh, tickets are in the link below and plus on all my social medias and websites on tixer.com slash the high society. Uh, check that out it is gonna be fire 420 and i'm back and i'm back and i'm oh i've been smoking the tweet again look at my eye look <laughs> at my eye i love you all thank you for your support peace Kaka. oh getting older sucks <laughs> Whoops, sorry it's been a while hey how are you we banked a couple, so it's been a while since I've been. Remember that one? Yeah. And it's been a while. That was a good one. That was the one that made you go, oh, man, I'm going to hug my mama and get sober. <laughs> it's been a while since I'm, oh, man, I need to take showers before podcast days. <laughs> Who fucking cares, bro? I mean, I live here. I live in my studio. <laughs> what do you think about that? Uh, oh boy, we have a lot to talk about. My heavens. Oh, first of all, thank you, new Patreon member, Jake Lee. Yes. I got it, bro. It's producer level? $10. Ah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking thank you so much, Jake Lee, for helping out my podcast and supporting us. And you, you, all, you, all you motherfuckers help buy the mics and this and that. And that new sign. Oh, yeah, we got a new sign. We got a new sign. It's the wrong color, though. But I paid cash. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Fucking hair tie off my wrist. Life's so easy. Everything runs so smooth. Did you guys know that? <laughs> Everything's so easy. Smooth as shit. Let me put my stupid AI. That was a bit further than I meant to throw it. Startled me. Startled me. I meant to lob it on the seat. Instead, I almost cleared the couch. Chair. It's a chair. What the fuck was I talking about? Great. Hang on. Life's easy. That's right. Everything runs smooth. Hey, guys. If you don't know this, everything's easy. <laughs> Nothing goes wrong ever. All right. Let's talk about victories. I'm just a bitter old man now. I'm starting to realize it. Everything. Nothing's done right, Chris. <laughs> Fucking nothing's done right. So I flew first class. I can't even say it. I flew first class um, to San Antonio because it was like $100 more and I never had done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to treat myself. And I just thought I was going to get a hot meal and a hot towel and a woman. You know, that's what you, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I thought, and, and then she goes, what would you like to drink? 
and she lists like nine alcoholic beverages. <laughs> and I was like, you got like a mineral water, or club soda, ginger ale, Perrier, first class. She goes, no, we have water. And I was like, flat water. <laughs> so I paid a hundred extra dollars for fucking flat water. <laughs> I mean, I gluttoned it up in the snacks. They said, which one would you like? Those three little box, pre-boxed COVID options. No little chicken cordon bleu with a little <laughs> real silverware I dreamed of. You know what I mean? I said it in my videos and I meant it. Where's my shrimp cocktail? I thought when you flew first class, you just get like shrimp cocktail and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what us poor people in the back think. Like, <laughs> what are they doing, Elijah? They fingering each other eating shrimps. <laughs> oh man, I need to get up there. And uh finally get up there, bought it myself, and I get fucking extra water. They were quick with the water though. Every time I emptied it, there was a new one there, and I was like, okay, that's the difference. <laughs> yeah, it really just exists for like bottomless alcohol, I think. Yeah, and I don't drink anymore. <laughs> it was I mean, it was more spacious, so yes. That was uh, very nice. But I guess first class for me, I'm just, a, I'm a practical dude. It's just like, I can only justify that like on long trips. I'm like, yeah, if I'm rich and I'm flying far, it's like, why not? I guess if you're rich, it's like, why not all the time? I'm just, I'm rich. <laughs> on my way, on my way. Get to San Antonio. Holy sweet bejesus, I didn't know, uh, it's pretty rowdy over there. It's pretty <laughs> fucking rowdy, dude. I was just walking the streets and doing my little Insta stories, and then people were messaging me like, hey, man, don't walk around in the area. And then the producer of this full Juan was like, yeah, yeah, man, don't walk around here. It's just uh, downtown industrial area, you know warehouses graffiti drugs probably gangs who am i kidding probably gangs <laughs> gangs drugs poverty you know standard bad neighborhood and uh i don't know i felt slightly more scared there than la but the weird reality of it is la is probably more dangerous I just know the area. Yeah. You know, I know I'm comfortable in my danger. I know my schizophrenic tweakers. I don't know yours. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Wow. A lot of homeless there. Very sad. Uh, fuck, I don't want to get dark. But yeah, looks like baby skid row all over. Uh, yeah. Fucking... It's, Zombie land over there too, just mixed in with a lot more life. So it's not not as uh sad. You're like, oh look at that couple. Wow, look at that couple. Oh get out of the bushes. What are you doing back <laughs> there? What are you doing? Yeah, it's just uh there's just a lot of poverty now. Good old uh lockdown kinda amp that up. Hey, let's shut down the economy and save lives. But we might make a zombie apocalypse happen <laughs> as well. Yin yang, man. You know, you, you you save lives, you end lives. I don't know. I don't know the fucking solutions. I just know I see the homelessness now that I'm traveling. And it's not, 
I just feel like it used to be this like a downtown LA type thing and a little bit here and there. I don't know. Now it just feels like downtown LA is everywhere, you know? And I don't feel that it was that way prior to this lockdown. Anyhow, uh, to say the least, I stepped in vomit and fecal matter while roaming <laughs> the streets. That's how we can make this funny. We were just, oh, uh, so then did two shows. We'll, we'll finish thoughts in San Antonio. San Antonio was dope. Met this full Juan and, and fucking uh, Davey. And uh, and they took care of me. They're dope. They're comics and they're, they're my handlers. And then, uh, yeah, San Antonio shows were dope. I, I thought they were a little light. I We had like 60 peeps, uh, which is a good show. It's a good show, each show. But come to find out, um, I didn't sell it out is what I meant. I, I want, you know, I sold out one. You get addicted. You're like, I want to sell them all. <laughs> I didn't know San Antonio was a smaller, harder market. And they even told me that Eddie Griffith didn't sell out. Forgive me, Eddie Griffith. I don't know. Uh, but I was like, What? So it made it made me feel better that the legend didn't sell out. But I wish I mean he's doing all right. He's doing all right. He sells out all the time. Um, but uh, so yeah, it was it was fire shows. It's just you know I just wanted to sell them out. But I'm I didn't know San Antonio was so small. I'm I'm super confident because I sold one out in Austin last time, and now they're doing two nighters. I was like, oh, I'll sell those out because Austin's cracking. Austin. Austin's cracking. Any comics, just because I see a lot of comics talking shit about people moving to Austin, I'm like, you're fucking nuts. It's amazing. And it's better for both. They move to Austin, they get more stage time, and they move to Austin, and we get more stage time in LA. It's literally a win-win. So shut your, shut your fucking hater mouth. It's crazy. There's so much stage time there. I did a couple open mics just because I was like, fuck it, why not? I hadn't done them <laughs> in so long. I regretted it. Uh, no need. No need. Uh if you get past open mics, don't go back. Don't go back. You feel like an idiot. I know why I did it. Because Bill Burr did, um, you know, he did Bob's Espresso Bar when he was headlining the world. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be like that. And uh, obviously I'm not, you know, I'm fucking only can hope to achieve his greatness. And uh, and I'm already like, no, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't. That's what makes him him, though, you know? I'm like, I don't know if I got this in me, man. That's crazy. Um, yeah. It was cool and weird, though, uh, because, like, not a lot, but, you know, like, a couple comics were, like, excited to see me, and I feel, I feel really weird about that. <laughs> I mean, they're newer comics, you know? Obviously, Eddie Pepitone's like, Craig Conant's here, you know? <laughs> I ran into him. Oh, my God. If you don't know who Eddie Pepitone is, go stream his special. He is one of the best comics in the world. The guy's probably a 30-year veteran. He's so funny. I just crack up at that fool. And uh, I went and watched this whole set and just took a picture with him. I'm, I'm a fan, that fool. The Bitter Buddha. He's like my, my, my shit and uh, how I kind of, am not i my style is not like him i'm just like like you're just mad at the government and the system and it's all fucked up but you're like keep it positive <laughs> keep it because po you gotta have a balance otherwise you'll just go fucking nuts and that's his shit he's the bitter buddha like he's a buddha but he calls out all the bullshit of the world and then he's a fucking 
road dog vet warrior so he's just got skills that you know that guy any stream of consciousness plus bits which is my favorite that's my goal i want to be like that in my own style stream of consciousness and bits and i'll explore streams of consciousness but i always get scared i'm like ah because <laughs> ah. you don't you don't know nobody knows <laughs> no i don't know where i'm going i'll do it i'll sit in it a little longer as the years go by only took me two years to sit in two minutes of uncertainty <laughs> i mean 10 years 10 years i said that wrong that would have hit harder damn it it only rewind edit we won't edit it only took me 10 years to get two minutes of free fall <laughs> oh fuck you guys oh bunch of judges out there no oh you guys too thank you i see you in the comments i see you on youtube fucking commenting and 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 thank you guys you have no idea how hard this is and how grateful i am <laughs> i see you i see you what else happened in austin ran into uh jamar neighbors darius bennett Derek poston jeffrey burner asan uh dang he got me in my head right now because he was talking about uh him the only time he didn't want someone to call him Asan Minaj because I was at a San Francisco theater show in front of techie nerds who love Hassan Minaj. And he goes, it's Hassan Ahmad. He's like, that was the first time I like, coached the guy bringing me up. You know, it was Lenoch. <laughs> and uh, he was coaching Lenoch and, and he's like, bring me up like this. You know, because, you know, it's Lenoch. He kept saying Hassan Minaj been friends with him six years he's still calling him Hassan Minaj he's like no <laughs> I, that would have been bad that would have I would have coached him too most of the time I'm like who cares I don't care they know me or they don't and if they don't know me if I don't get them to want to know me by the end of my set that's on me and uh so I don't give a fuck but when it's like because he's he's a brown guy yeah you know and uh it would have been it would have been in the hole to say the least <laughs> did i spill on myself first or did i just think i did and then i made myself spill on myself ah oh, fuck it looked like it fell out of your mouth onto your shirt hey that's life god <laughs> damn it this is fucking everything's easy even that putting my drink away <laughs> um was it, yeah, I stayed at Derek Poston's place with his lady, Sam Lopez and Jeffrey Burner, that fucking weirdo. Love that <laughs> little weirdo. They did guest spots on my show, and Red Band, Brian Red Band came down. It was just, uh, I hung out with more L.A. comics in Austin than I have in the last year in Los Angeles. That's what it felt like anyways. It felt like a vibrant scene, and uh, Rogan's opening his new club, and rumor on the street is he's trying to make it like the comedy store which makes absolute perfect sense because he, who who doesn't love the comedy store? Oh my God, who was this? This was so funny. Oh, I don't remember. I met too many people in those smoke, smoke, <laughs> smoke on that tweet, you know? You forget the names. Somebody said, oh, that's what it was. I'm not going to name the comic, but they're like, I don't like Moon, or no, sorry. I don't like Cap City, the uh, a comic. <laughs> I give up. <laughs> like a comedy club. 
I need to eat more edibles, you know? It, I ate it right as I sat down. It's not kicking in, and when I eat them, I talk better. That sounds crazy, but for some <laughs> fucking reason, with me, it's true. I eat an edible, and it sobers me up. I don't feel high, and I talk better. What am I? <laughs> I don't understand. The fuck? Is, oh, uh, a comic in the green room said that, oh, I don't like Cap City. I believe that's what it's called. It closed down. It was a big... And I was like, why don't you like it? And then they were like, oh, I never really got up there. And I was like, well, that's why you don't like it. <laughs> and then all the other comics, we just cracked up. I was like, well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I hate every club I don't get up at. <laughs> like, why didn't you put me up? Um, and also, you're too new to have that attitude. Like, it's crazy. Uh yeah, that's just so funny. And then I don't want to go down this route. Fuck it, we will. So I met... Every comic I met there was nice. Was nice. Except for one. And within 20 minutes of meeting this guy... I'm not going to name him because I don't... I don't. It's, we all know this type of person. Within 20 minutes of meeting him, I was like, Oh, I fucking hate you, bro. <laughs> You you know how hard you have to work to achieve that? You know what I mean? <laughs> he always was on. He always was taking shots. Mm. And they all were negative. You know what I mean? He's joking. He's joking like me and Derek Poston joke. But I've known him for six years. And I love him. And he's my brother. I met you six minutes ago. <laughs> I didn't know if you're the manager of the bar. If you're a server. If you're a comic. If you're a producer. If you own the joint. Like I, When he walked in, I thought he worked at the club i thought he was a worker and then come to find out he's an open micer comic who just barged in the green room as if he is a rogan or a burr but they don't even do that that's because they're cool as fuck that's what i mean like and i'm like he i was just like oh and then i and then i'm not confrontational and i'm not a dick so i'm just literally and then he just He's just coming up right next to me. He's always joking, you know, joking, <laughs> joking. And then I keep, I'm just, I'm like, uh huh, and I'm, I'm polite. I'm like, I, I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah, cool. And then I, I got to pee. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, I got, I. He came up to me like six times, and I'm not exaggerating. I kept walking away every time, and towards the end, I stopped being polite. I just like he'd come up, and I'd walk away. I'd be like, take a hint. You're literally making me about to tell you, I don't like you. Please get away from me. <laughs> and I absolutely do not want to do that. I don't want to be fucking awkward every time. Social uh, uh, cues, so, just social inept. He was socially inept. He didn't get it. He's like, I don't know who you are. He took a shot at Fahim, and that's when I said, like, oh, you're always on, huh? And he's like, grat, grat, can't turn it off. And I was like, oh, you'll go far in your career, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's me being a dick without being a dick. Like, shut the fuck up. That's Fahim fucking Anwar. We, he's one of the best in the world. And you met him. He didn't, he didn't even know who, you know what I mean? None of us knew. Yeah. Oh, my God. Get a fucking clue, bro. <laughs> It's just unfortunate. He's like, I don't want to say this stuff. 
And then, oh, here's the funniest part. So on the car ride back, it's me, Jeffrey Berner, Sam Lopez, and Derek Poston driving to Whataburger and then their apartment to Wolfdown Whataburger. And I said, who the fuck was that guy in the red shirt? Like, what's his deal? <laughs> and they're like, oh, so-and-so. And I was like, yeah, I fucking hate that guy. And they went, yeah, I hate that guy. <laughs> and then Sam went, yeah, I hate that guy. And then Bernard went, yeah, I four for four. Four for four, blind study. Jeffrey Berner said, we just did a blind study on how bad that guy sucks. How are you going to go four for four? <laughs> they hardly know him too. <laughs> and they're like, oh, he's just abrasive. He's always on. He says like insulting jokes and he, I don't know him. Like insulting jokes uh, between comics is truly my favorite thing to do. But you have to be friends first, sir. You have to be buddies. You can't come in as a stranger. They're going to want to punch you in the face. <laughs> and that's how you'll never get work. You better be brilliant, bro. You better be brilliant at stand-up because that's your only shot. If you're brilliant, I'll sh I'll be like, yeah, he's good. You know, it makes you do that. <laughs> he's the beast. Anyways, that guy fucking sucks. <laughs> Unbelievable. Four for four. And then, uh, yeah, everybody else was so cool. Um, They... Still wear, make you wear masks there, which I thought was whack. I was like, hey, man, this is fucking Texas, bro. What I come here for? Can you get you with the mask? They told me to wear the mask at my show. I said, no. I felt it's good, too. Just because this is why. This is why. This is why. Okay, let me explain myself. And I know everyone's heard this argument before. So at my show, there was, you know, 60 audience members plus uh, you know uh, comics in the back uh, hanging out there was maybe 12 there's maybe like 100 people total 90% uh, of them not wearing a mask indoors you know you know the, the where I'm going at you know at the table drinking eating and no mask but you have to go pee pee and in that 20 foot walk to the bathroom <laughs> you got a mask up it's like who what are we doing here who are we kidding either wear the mask and stay home or don't go to the show. And I know it's not that person, but like what does the 20 feet of mass do for the general picture? <laughs> Nothing. It's charade. It's theater. It's not effective. If it was effective, I'd shut my fucking mouth because it works. And the security, because I had to go pee-pee, that's why. I was in the green room. There's no bathroom in the green room. So I, I was about to go up, and I was like, let me go piss and shit real quick, because that's how I roll, baby. The nerves that get you. You drink a little rip, you know? <laughs> Anyways, I went from the green room to go pee, and the bouncer, as I was getting close to the bathroom, he's like, oh, mask. And I just went, nah, man. Like, no. <laughs> I'm going to put my mask on and go pee. I'm not going to put my mask on for a 25-foot walk and mess up my little hair. You know, I got it all <laughs> fixed up for the show. I'm just like, this is insane. Wake up. Sure, wear the mask. It helps. But like in that scenario, no. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's fucking insane that people go along with stuff like that. Yes, of course, you know, if... 
if the vaccine helps, which it does, but maybe you get blood clots, maybe you die. I don't fucking know. But like, if shit helps and it works, let's do it. Yeah, it's just baffling to me. So that that happened, and it felt good though to just be like, no, and I'm on in five <laughs> minutes, and you can't do shit about it. And I don't want to flex like that, but you forced my hand. <laughs> I'm just trying to take a quick piss. Yo, oh, you know what sucks too? Is so the next night I don't want to deal with that, so I just pissed uh, in the bushes because <laughs> the green room was in the back, you know, and the bathroom was in the front. So I was like, I don't want to be a dick to that guy. I don't actually enjoy that, even though I did enjoy that. It felt good, <laughs> but it's like I still don't want to do that, so I just end up pissing in the bushes. So I guess I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But I was a man for a split second. Now, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we all want to do this, this, and that. And then you do it, and you're like, okay, I st stood up for myself. But, you know, whatever. Just said no. And then I was like, I don't want to. He doesn't want to tell me that. I don't want to tell him that. None of us felt good after that. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like, even if I'm, I guess it goes down to the manager of the joint. If it's solely on that security guard, he's like, I need to enforce this 22 feet of masked area, then fuck him. But if it's the manager on his ass and he's doing it to keep his job, I'm sorry, dude. But somebody at some point needs to just be like, I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> fuck. Unbelievable. I want to drink more bubbles, but I burp so much, and I watched some of the burps, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I feel like a dick. <laughs> this is from my flight. This is probably flatter. Hang on one moment. Topo. Topo Chico is the best. I say a lot of things are the best, but I believe this is... Uh, Topo Chico with the twist of lime is the best. Uh, this is my flight water, and it still tastes good. <laughs> you like the lime one? First class. Yeah. I like the plain one. Plain? This is the only one where I actually enjoy the plain one. So, yeah. Something about it. So it's made in Mexico, but now it's bought by Coke. So it's probably made in Monsanto. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll see how long it keeps its purity. Since but it has act like actually has minerals in it, right? Like it's Yeah. It's a natural mineral water since eighteen ninety five. And uh it recently blew up and then Coca Cola bought it. And we'll hope it holds its integrity. We'll see. Generally speaking, they cut corners for profit. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. One moment, please. Topatico is so good. Did I say that right? <laughs> Topatico. Topatico. Topatico is so good. I made it. There's a trash can right there. That if that was flat, and I still drank it. If that was flat, I would not have drank it. That yeah. was flat and warm, and I still drank it. That's how good it tastes. The lime tastes like lime. Doesn't taste like lime perfume. You know what I mean? Yeah. These other things taste like memories of the fruit. I think they actually scored a little fruit in there. The Mexican, you know, they grow it. They put a little lime on the nipple, and they go, tss, tss, and they put it in your beverage. That's how it tastes so good. It's got the Mexican spice on it. <laughs> wow. Wow, 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 wow. Oh, I finally took a bong hit in Austin uh. with Derek. Flamme to the moon. 
Samson. I was, uh, oh my God, how'd I forget this? So I was just taking uh, scooters all over town because it was cheaper than Ubers and it was more fun. Except I just took a fat bong hit with Derek and now I'm trying to GPS on a scooter and 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 it's very <laughs> hard. It's hard sober. It's hard any which way. And then on top of that, I'm freshly new to flower, you know, and I took a fat bong hit. That's a full body high, let me tell you. Existential crisis was back. Me, t- it's, oh, let me get into it. That's later. Me like t- contemplating sobriety. I gotta get 100% sober again. I can't do this. This is crazy. I'm, what kind of weed is this? What do you give me, man? <laughs> what the fuck is this shit, man? I took a choke. I take fat heads. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of training. A lot of training. No, I'm doing your circular, circular. <laughs> Pull the carb. Big inhale, hold it in. <laughs> Exhale, circular. It's like riding a bike. Oh yeah, man. Hopped on the ten speed, going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm taking scooters, and I don't know if I'm too high. Anyways, I'll just explain it. I'm GPS maps and this shit high as a motherfucker on a scooter. I hit pedestrian, but pedestrian has a lot of left, right, left, left, left. You know, I'm yeah. on a scooter. I got to keep, if I ride with my phone on the scooter, I'm going to fall and die. So I have to keep pulling it out at red light, stop signs. It's annoying. So I do car and that's like, oh, that's like one right, one left, you know, not eight rights and eight lefts. And I was like, yeah, I'll just do that. That's a lot of, it's right at this street, left at this street. Yeah, I'm in Texas, bro. <laughs> I'm in fucking Texas. I'm on a fucking scooter. All of a sudden, I'm on a lime scooter, and I end up at a freeway on-ramp, and I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is a highway. What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> and then the sidewalk stops because it's a fucking highway, and who puts sidewalks on the highway? <laughs> so now I have to cross this highway to this other part, that sidewalk that leads to, like, a busy highway too. And um, and then you know when you do the limes, I don't know if you read them, but they they when you press down on the gas, they don't always go right away. You yeah. gotta like, so I'm fucking scooting across the highway to get to the sidewalk, and then I make it like on this. I don't know the area, but I'm just on this fucking steep ass hill where I'm riding the brake the whole time, <laughs> and I'm going the wrong way. Cars are going this way, and I'm go- they're going uphill, and I'm going downhill, and they're hauling ass because it's the highway, 60, 55 at least, and then I'm just going downhill, riding the brake higher than I've ever been in many, many, many <laughs> moons, and that's when my brain's going, I can't do this shit anymore. I need to get sober. This is dangerous. What if I fall? I go under the wheel. They can't stop. I'm just like this. And I'm just like, I don't even know if where I turn at the bottom of the hill. Where am I going? I just knew I needed to go down the hill. <laughs> I was looking around. I, I, I couldn't foresee any close options. It was just like highway or highway. I was like, I got to I gotta go. And then I end up crossing a bridge at the lake right there. I was in the video. It's the big happening lake in downtown. And I'm crossing the highway bridge. And I look just over there. And there's the pedestrian bicycle bridge. <laughs> and I'm just like, God damn it. I'm on the wrong bridge. 
The other one's no cars, just all people, beautiful. Anyways, I, yeah, I kept taking the limes and it kept happening. And, uh, yeah, I kept telling Derek and them, they're like, yeah, that's why we don't do it. Like, I'll take, you don't know, you know, they'll take it short distances on the streets. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I took it 12 miles across town <laughs> because it was more fun and it was cheaper. Yeah. And it was something to do and I had time to kill and it was literally explore and enjoy the city. It's just, it's just, you know, lime scooters in a city you don't know. Let's keep it a mile or two. <laughs> you don't want to go 11.7 miles across town and nearly die several times. <laughs> they have these little bitch red zones though. Because those things go like 16, 17 miles per hour. And then the little bitch red zones, it goes drop down like 8, 9, 10. I thought it was broken. I had a full battery and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, it just knows it's in it's a... In a little, it's in, <laughs> it's in the safety zone. You're in the park zone. Right as I was about to switch, it like I went out of the zone and went, Wah, and I was like, oh, there you are. And you had to hold the phone in one hand and steer with the other? Mm-hmm. You got to hold it in the middle. But oh, it's just geez. hard because you got to hold it with your finger on the gas. Like, Yeah. I need to be stronger. You got to have <laughs> fat forearms. It's a fat forearm kind of shit. Hello, Lime. What's up with the cell phone holders? They can't yeah, have that. That would be, yeah, people would abuse I, it. I heard the average life on those things is like 20 days. And just looking at them, I'm like, I believe it. Yeah, They get mauled. Oh, man. Food's good in Austin. Oh, my. The food? The food. Everywhere I ate was good. And I'm sick of this battle between Whataburger and In-N-Out. They're completely fucking different. You can't compare them. In-N-Out is just a plain cheeseburger place. I don't think there's any others that exist. And, yeah, Whataburger was absolutely amazing. And, and, and you know, like, their specialty burgers were fucking out of this world. But if I'm just going to compare a regular burger to In-N-Out burger, it's In-N-Out every time. And Whataburger's plain burger was amazing. But the ma- the thing that makes In-N-Out the best is when you eat their double-double, you don't feel like killing yourself afterwards. <laughs> That's what makes them better. That's it. They all taste good, motherfuckers. Just some lead to diarrhea city and suicidal thoughts. In-N-Out, not so much. Not so much at all. I've never eaten In-N-Out unless I get animal-style french fries and burger. Then, yeah, that's bad. That's, <laughs> that's going to hurt. And then what else happened? Oh, I hopped on Ali Makovsky's show. That was fun. It's so funny. Full circle. I do Austin. She hops on mine. And then, like, nearly a year later, she does Austin. And I hop on hers. It was just a fun show. Um, what else? Fahim did a spot on her show. I was going to ask Fahim to do San Antonio, and I just straight up, I was like, he's not going to want to drive an hour and a half for 15 minutes and 50 bucks, and I just pussed out, and I didn't ask him. That's what it was. If it was nearby, of course, I would have asked him. It's like, hey, you want to take a three-hour journey for 15 minutes? <laughs> he's just like, nah. I'm, he gets up. He's... uh. He's one of the best. He, his, I brought him up, and he's like, give it up for Craig. He gave me COVID. <laughs> I was like, I, I literally went, I'm sorry. <laughs> ah, sorry, bud. 
Didn't mean to. What if I did? I'm just a psychopath. <laughs> I gave Fahim COVID. Guy's a writing machine. I got to write more. I got all this new shit. I'm just not into it. I got to, I think I got to go, uh, I got to stop being a little bitch and go for the free fly, fly, free flow, freestyle. Rich Pryor used to do a lot. A lot of people do it. Not crowd work though. Like a, it's like a weird, like a Rory Scoville, uh, 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 Reggie Watts, you know, those guys, it's never the same twice. They got bits though. They got like three bits and they'll do an hour, you know? <laughs> I'm just like, damn. I know they've been working 10 to 20 years at that. And that's how it... Zach Galofanakis was like that too. Free flow with the bits. And I'm sure you saw the Purple Orchid. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called, right? Purple Rose? Where he's on the piano? Yeah. I think one of those. Yeah. Anyways, he's... uh. Known for putting that style on the map. Just ebbs and flows. Couple bits. Just stream of consciousness. It's so scary because, boy, you're going to bomb a lot for a while. It's the purple onion. Purple onion. Damn. I was wrong both times. <laughs> yeah, this uh, actor I play dodgeball with, and I actually never knew he was an actor. Nick Welcher is a brilliant uh, dodgeball player. And he's my bud. And he was talking about how he used to see Zach before he was famous for five bucks in San Francisco. <laughs> and he was like, this guy's a genius. He's just going to blow up. And then all of a sudden, the hangover and the rest is history. And he said, I, 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 he would always go. He would always go. You know what? I just panicked. I was like, man, I hope it was that guy that told me that story. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was. And uh, yeah, he's a dope uh, dodgeballer, dope actor. He was on some big show i'm so bad at that i'm literally throwing balls at this guy's face for like five years and they're like yeah he acts on that show uh roswell i believe it was i wanted to say smallville but that's the other homie michael rosenbaum his was roswell he's like a main star in roswell and you know on the whole show <laughs> and i was like yeah i've been head hunting him for years <laughs> i don't give a fuck <laughs> but when he was on the show, he would have to wear a face mask because he couldn't get his nose broken. You uh, know? But he still would play. Like, that's so dope. And then the show ended, and then he stopped wearing a face mask. That's what you look like. No, he's 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 a handsome devil, ripped as fuck. I'm like, okay, bro. Tone it down. It's big. Guys that work out all the time, how do they do it? <laughs> <laughs> One day I'll be buff. It'll just take me seven years of hardly working out. <laughs> no, I got my ass kicked today. That fucker. Doing the squats. It's lots of squats and the deadlifts. Ouch. My bun busters. Doing <laughs> cores. I got a lot of the little things I get from movies. I've been doing my bun busters. I squeeze in and then I let loose. Remember? That's from Scary Movie 2 with the take my chance, my small hand. That guy. Strong arm. My strong arm. What's his name? Elliot? Chris Elliot. Chris Elliot. God, that guy is the best weirdo I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) He's only played weirdos (laughs) and he murders it. There's something about Mary. Remember that? Yep. 
picking his skin. What happened to you? <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> God. Did you ever see Cabin Boy? Yeah. <laughs> I grew up on that one. That guy's great. He had his own TV show for a little while where he lived in the garage, too. I, I'm pretty sure I've spoken about him before, but it probably was a year ago. If you don't know your history, look up some Chris Elliott. A true weird comedic actor. Does he do stand-up? I don't I know. I imagine he would. I just, forgive me if you do, sir. I just I'm only know you from TV, and I've never seen you at the store. Oh, yeah, he's in Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. He's in so much shit. He's just that weird neighbor guy. I thought his show was called Get a Life or something like that. Yeah. I need to revisit that. It's so funny to you revisiting something like that. You're like, it was so good to you as a kid. And you're like, I wonder if it holds up. You know, yeah. I fell in love with Margaret Cho with All American Girl. Me and my aunt and mom would watch yeah. that show. And it's such, such a trip. It's such a trip to watch somebody growing up and then you're done a show with them. And you're yeah. bringing them up. And they go, thanks, Craig. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Like, I still trip out on Kevin Nealon. I'm like, I've been watching you since I was seven years old, sir. Eight years old. Whenever, you know, the movies came out and SNL and David Spade, too. I'm like, okay, when did Tommy Boy come out? Because I've known you since then and probably a little bit prior because of SNL. It was like 99, I think. Yeah. Bobby Lee, Mad TV, same thing. Uh-oh, hot dog. <laughs> Me and my sisters used to rewind that sketch over and over and over with him and Kim Jong. And uh, and he goes, I told you pineapple juice and animal face. Uh, hello, can I help you? Anyways, I told him that and he's like, I fucking hated that sketch. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, that turd burglar doesn't even know I've been a fan of his since I was nine years old. I told him, but I don't think he believes me. I have, Bobby. I have. I don't know why. I already, I you know, I was just a mad TV guy. I think it was, it was better. Was it? It was, right? I, it wasn't my favorite back then. Now, I mean, it's better than current SNL for sure. Yeah, maybe not. But I don't know what drew me to that, but I went over there. Because they were on at the same time, and I went there. And, uh... It was cracking a Stewart, Mrs. Swan. Come on, they were more definitely more outrageous than Saturday they were Night Live. Weird. I, that's yeah. why I went there. Who am I kidding? It just clicked because they were fucking weirdos. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've heard anything I've ever said out of my mouth, <laughs> but I am quite the weirdo too. That's what it was. It just clicked. I was like, is it a Mexican thing? Is it an ethnic thing? I feel like the urban culture went, of course, to in living color and mad tv over snl yeah the ethnic culture um but yeah i think because it was a more diverse cast i think for sure yeah will sasso my god. <laughs> oh my god that guy's a fucking g his selfies on instagram just kill me he's just like <laughs> all right enough about that enough praising the og legends let's get back to it what else happened terry's terry black's barbecue is the best barbecue i've ever had in my fucking life i don't want to ruin it for everybody but i have to tell you the tale 
it's like re my experience there was revisiting the soup Nazi on Seinfeld. <laughs> There's a line, it moves sat <laughs> Where's my edibles? It moves fast. It moves fast. And all of us were literally startled one by one by the lady. Next. Like yelled. Yelled. It's a busy, busy, busy place. Line or out the door, round the building, and but it moves. It moves. Because they have it all ready. They go, how much you want? And they're just like, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a fuck about you. What do you want? I was like, ah, 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 and everything's good. Yeah. And you know that. <laughs> it's the first place that has lived up to the hype. Everyone's like, oh, that's the best barbecue I ever had. I ate there. That's the best barbecue I've ever had. Unbelievable. Terry Black's in Austin, Texas. Oh, my God. You got to get the cream corn. You got to get the green beans. You got you got to get a corn biscuit, the peach cobbler, too. And then you got to get pork ribs brisket and then there's this bone-in beef tomahawk i did not get that because it's like 32 dollars but it feeds like four yeah. and i'm like i can't i can't <laughs> i don't know what it's called i call it bone tomahawk because that's just what it looked like yeah i'm like i can't eat all that and then like my bill is going to go it's i'm gonna pay seven and oh one by one the comics i was uh the second one out i still mix missed mixed mixed i missed my mexican coke and i even panicked because all i had was big red i was like i don't want no big red i was with dylan sullivan and these kids zach these up-and-comers uh and these two new kids i met and one of the kids is cracking me up because he's telling me how he does open mics in the park during the pandemic and he keeps getting heckled by homeless he kept <laughs> he's got three schizophrenic heckler schizophrenic homeless heckler stories and i was howling howling i was like they just leveled up the game on you the expert level <laughs> this is so fucked up i felt bad i was just like oh my god what was it oh one by one every comic came to the table and had more food and like one guy ordered like a, a half pound of each and the bone tomahawk and spent like seventy dollars. He's like, I just, I just, they were yelling at me. Like, what do you want? And I, and I just didn't know what to do. That happened one by one, though. Everyone had leftovers. It was crazy. It was so funny. It's just literally like, ha. and then the last guy, fuck, I forgot his name. I only met him once. Um, he's the homeless guy, homeless heckler story guy. He's not homeless, and uh, he got. He got like a pound of brisket, a pound of pork rib. He got three desserts. I'm like, he's like, I don't know what happened up there. I just, I didn't know. <laughs> and he's like, you guys wanted me with this? All of us were completely full. Like, I was like, I'll try a bite of that sausage. But like, I can't even help you, man. <laughs> and it was just so funny. I'm going to lightly graze his homeless stories, his homeless heckler stories. But they were so get good. I really am having trouble talking today. Maybe I'll smoke some weed. This is sober, Craig. Get out of here. Or maybe it's kicking in. I don't know. It's been about 45 minutes. Okay, it should be kicking in. I do feel a little warm. <laughs> um, I'm going to lightly graze the stories, but it, they were such hilarious stories that I want him on the podcast 
to tell them. Maybe I won't. Bottom line is one homeless dude was whacking it at him. <laughs> Another homeless dude was bleeding, just cut, and it was blood. <laughs> and then I don't even remember the third one. And he, and then, oh, my God. I'm just like, <laughs> that's why I was like, I was like, you're a trooper. You're a fuck. You get a you get a guy whacking off on you and you still go back. <laughs> You're a fucking soldier, sir. What? <laughs> I may have quit. I was like, blood and semen? Get out of here. I'm done. God just told me. That's not for me. This guy's a soldier. He's <laughs> what? What the fuck? I was just howling too. I was high as hell. And he was too. And he I I I don't even actually know. He just looked high. Say this. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I'll put him uh, his link in the. I just recently followed him because I was like, I can't forget this kid and his homeless stories. I was like, "Who was the guy that got blood on him?" <laughs> from the fucking. From, hang on, I can figure this one out real quick. Bam, following. Latest. Top of the list. Kurt Steinmuller and Zach Stein. Owen hung out with CJ Landry, Austin Carr. These are all my new homies. And the old schools. Darius Bennett was headlining a club out there on Sunday. That son of a bitch. Even though he fucked up all those strikes on that apartment, I still love him. <laughs> he always paid his rent. Well, not that. Just, you know, the story. Hey, man, all I want is that lamp. <laughs> hey, what happened to that lamp? Oh, I gave it to your neighbor. Heck, that's, <laughs> that's not what I said. Anyways, he was fucking murdering, bro. And uh, and I watched about half his set, and then Derek's like, let's go to this open mic. And this is why you should always follow your instinct. I was like, I already did one, too. I already did one open mic, and it was painful. And it's good. It's good. It really is. It builds up your chop. I mean, if you're doing new shit, open mic, it's good. If I was doing my Trader Joe's act, fucking open mic, kill me. <laughs> kill me. Um, what was the point of this? Oh, Derek said, hey, let's go do this open mic. I was halfway through Darius Bennett's set. And then I, my instinct said, nah, just finish his set, hang out with him. Then maybe go do that, you know. Hang. And then I just went went. And then we waited a while, and then it wasn't. I mean, it was it was it was stage time, so no stage time is. But I was like, in my head, I was like, Darius was worth more than that five minutes of stage time, and that's my only little regret of Austin. I should have stayed with my homie, and not bombed on stage. <laughs> but all stage time is is good stage time. Is the truth. Is it the same kind of open mic audience there as it is here? Um. One that was people, and the other was awful, like <laughs> here, and that's the one I chose over Darius. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Anyways, that's for the lamp. No, he ended up shooting some pool, and I was like, oh, I would have mopped you up real quick, and then met up with the homies and done the Whataburger. Um, but yeah, I was, uh, you know, Derek's the shit. Oh, they put me on an air mattress that had a leak, and by the end of the morning, I was like this. 
It's fucking waking up in the middle of the night, plugging it in, just sounds like an air blower. It sounds like the gardener in your living room. 4 a.m., just fucking... I did it for two reasons. First of all, save money on a hotel. I ain't leveled up yet. Keyword yet. We're on our way. Uh, Secondly, it was so fun. It was so fun. It felt like a 12-year-old sleepover when you're with all your homies and you're just giggling all night, you know? (laughs) You're like, what What are we talking about? Just talking everything. Movies, this, that. And uh, good for them. Derek's literally making a living from his podcast and stand-up on his own accord. And you can't beat that. And and his podcast, Spoil the Beans, which I've done, I think, two times. Definitely one time. I don't remember. <laughs> I love him. He's been on the pod. Very funny dude. And, uh, yeah, stayed at his place. Except to play video games a little too late. I'm like, man, it's 4.30, man. Come on. I got my limits. <laughs> 4 a.m.'s nice out. I can make it to 4. After that, it's like, what are we doing, guys? <laughs> this is not healthy. 4 a.m. is not healthy. I'm a three-year. I'm a 3 a.m.er. There's just a weird guys push it a little further. I'm like, what are you doing? You sleep till four. What's going on? <laughs> That's bad. Um, but over there, like staying up here late is for no reason, and I feel like an asshole. But staying up late over there is fun and exciting. And there's a scene. There's stuff to do. You do shows. You go out afterwards. Uh, Austin's a fucking cokehead town too. <laughs> they party. I'm not judging. I was one for many, many years. Those motherfuckers drink and do blow. I see those jaws on the street. You think it's my first rodeo? <laughs> it's like, why does everyone have so much energy? Oh, oh, it's cracking. Good and bad. Uh, you know, you know my thoughts on that. Don't go down the narcotic route, but also, I understand. <laughs> I understands. Um. Yeah, it felt wild and dangerous there, and they told us it was. I guess Sixth Street. It's just, you know, after a year long economic shutdown and and pandemic, there's just a little bit more wildness, crime, and homelessness. And uh, they're like, yeah, the the shootings and the stabbings have gone up. And I was like, great. I ain't even got my knife because of airlines, you know. <laughs> Fucking laws, dude. I'm like, God damn it. I think I'm going to just start mailing myself a knife and mailing it home. Wait, I don't have to fly with it. Or just take a cheap knife and give it to a homie. God, I'm nuts. As, I, as I'm speaking this, <laughs> I realize how prison mentality it is. <laughs> what? What if you just, every city you go to regularly, you have a knife hidden somewhere in that city and you just go get I've it. actually hidden knives before. <laughs> Outside clubs, outside concerts <laughs> where they have metal detectors. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be back for you. And I go back and I get it. God, what a lunatic. <laughs> I don't want to stab anybody. I just want something to defend myself. And my mitts ain't so strong. You understands me? But a little... <laughs> you get in a headlock and you're dying. You just go... You're probably not dying anymore. That's all I'm saying. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> self-defense once again you don't want to do that stuff but it's a fucking 
insane world. Have you seen anything ever always? <laughs> it's all nuts all the time. <laughs> what is going on? I don't even want to talk about that stuff. Yeah, I guess we got to. Another motherfucker got murdered by the police for no goddamn reason. Oh, my God. Stop shooting unarmed persons. Or stop killing unarmed people. Fucking jujitsu, Buddha, whatever. You learn how to de-escalate. That's why I said Buddha. That's my short one-word way of saying <laughs> Learn how to de-escalate a situation. Or learn how to put a motherfucker in a non-lethal headlock and stop killing people. It's not a hard thing to do. Basically, I guess what I'm getting at, as I've seen it somewhere on the internet, I don't remember where. Hey, cops, stop breaking the law. How about that? Mm -hmm. Policemen obey the laws that you enforce. That means don't shoot a motherfucker in the back. And, of course, the other disgusting side is going to be like, he had a warrant for a joint. For a joint, he didn't pay the ticket. He drove off. He just got shot. What do you do when you're afraid for your life? You fight or flight. It's instincts. You run. If he fought him, he's your instincts you're in your DNA. Fight or flight. It's proven through science and all that bullshit. <laughs> uh, it's either if he lokes up the cop, he gets shot. He flees. He's... He's still shot, but he's guilty either way. He called his mom because he was worried, you know? What do you do when you're afraid for your life? You call your mom, you fight or flight. These fuck. I don't even hate all the cops. And I'm a fucking knucklehead criminal. Uh, But this type of behavior makes you write off all the cops. It's just, I know their job is hard. I know their job is hard. I also know I said that twice. I know I said that twice. I got to <laughs> bring some comedy in somehow, you know. Uh, but you signed up for that and you trained for it. And as the great goat, one of the goats, Chris Rock, has said, it's like that their argument, there's a few bad apples. There's a few bad apples. You can't have a few bad apples in that profession. They got a gun. You know, you can't. You get rid of the bad apples. His analogy was, imagine if there was a few bad apples in the pilot industries and they just flew into the side of cliffs. They would get rid of the few bad apples. <laughs> it's a brilliant, easy, digestible analogy. Ugh, fucking gross, man. You know what? I don't, you know, it's just happening. It's happening. I want to be Farts McGee, Silly Willy, but you know, life, life comes in and you got to get real every now and then. Bah. Anyways, how are you, man? Save me. Yeah. I mean, I, I just saw, so there's protests because of the murder and yes. Uh, they shot tear gas at people in their like on their balconies who were observing the curfew that they put in. 
Yeah, this is insane. We're Nazis. That's Nazi shit. Yeah. That's Nazi shit. They're shooting you in your home, technically. They shot you in your home. And it just, you know, that goes inside your house. Yeah, so you're just getting I mean, tear gassed. I ain't even going to get down that route, but 1984, George Orwell, and everything you've ever thought to be uh, hoped, and it's common. Military police state. They just keep arming up instead of trying to better themselves. More guns. Shoot the people. Bill Gates just said he wanted, not just said, said again that he wants to cover the sun. Did you see that kick up? No. <laughs> it's just like, are you, is this like, is this, is this a joke? Is this a joke? I'm just that's like, uh, what Mr. Burns did in The Simpsons. I know. That's why I'm like, they made the cartoons, Mr. Burns, Snowpiercers about it. Oh, yeah. Tim Dillon ranted. I learned most of my information through Tim Dillon. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. <laughs> so if you want a more intellectual version of this, Tim Dillon. But, uh, yeah, Bill Gates has been said many of times that he wants to cover the sun. It just popped up somewhere recently again. That's why it's on my radar. I'm not. You want to put, like, dust in the air or in the upper atmosphere or something? Slow down global warming. Like, hey, man, don't do that. (laughs) How about we just stop diarrheaing all over Mama Earth? You know, all the things Mama Earth doesn't like, and then we just go like this. Yeah! <laughs> Plastic! Oil! Let's let's stop spilling crude oil in the ocean <laughs> rather than spray more chemicals in the atmosphere. Oh, my God. Don't get me started. Oh, my, then... Oh, all right. We're already down this route. The fucking monkey? The oh, mind yeah, yeah. monkey? <laughs> I've said this before and I'll say it again. Have you guys seen Terminator 2 Judgment (laughs) Day? What are you doing? Why aren't we rioting in the street? Hey, stop making robots that are going to fuck us. (laughs) Unless you want them to fuck you. You know, that's different. And all right, make the robot, you know. (laughs) To each their own. But you know what I mean. What is happening? Why? Why are we putting our brains with robots? Nah, you know, they do my laundry. Yeah, and they're going to murder you because they don't need you anymore. (laughs) Have you seen Ex Machina? You know what I mean? Ex Machina, iRobot, Terminator 2, the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Also, what? It's what? Ah, I can't. It's what's coming. They keep making these fucking robots smarter and smarter. I can't. The signs are on the wall, motherfuckers. And we keep going, nah, fuck it. I guess I had that mentality my entire life. So (laughs) as I just said that out of my mouth, ah, fuck it. I realized, I said in conversation to Jeffrey Burner, and then I later tried to take it to the stage, and it failed miserably on the stage. And I'm like, God damn it. But we were just having an honest conversation about edibles and how I'm trying to curb my habit, but I have this attic bug in me that just, and I was explaining to him what it is. It's like, I'll eat an edible, and, and, and I don't want to be like, do I feel it? You know, is it there? 
I want to be like, oh no. <laughs> and that's how my drug habits are. Like I don't want to be. I want I want to be like, oh fuck. I fucked up. And now I have to keep myself together and make sure no one knows that I am literally on seven drugs right now <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. But in my mind I'm going, oh my god, I'm dying. I'm fucking dying. What would you do that for? <laughs> Go to the hospital, stop being a bitch. Stop being a bitch. You heard what daddy said, walk it off. I'm just uh, you know, I talk a lot of shit about my bad, but one of the things is I really love some of the tough love shit because I'm tired of soft ass little bitches. I like like some toughness because we need that because look at our world and environment and just nature you just need a little bit of toughness but you know maybe not uh taught through abusive methods <laughs> but you know just like you gotta you, you do you do what was i talking about don't let me forget i want to talk about the young hope with all the youth i was hanging out with and then, but what was I just talking about? Uh, doing so many drugs, you oh, lose yeah. control. Just, uh, just that voice of the dad coming into your head, like you, you fucking man up, you got this, you got this, soldier. And, uh, and, I mean, fortunately and unfortunately, I did because no one knew how fucked up I was. Uh, but yeah. A lot of people are like that. Whoops. You, uh, My buddy's tweet, Bill Dixon, that went viral. He said, every edible is, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. I don't feel it. Oh, my God. Take me to the hospital. <laughs> but my goal is, oh, my God. You know what I mean? There, that That's by accident by most people. My goal is, oh, fuck. Well. Here we go. <laughs> Here we fucking go. That's why I think it's good that they have milligrams and, you know, you can really dial in and just learn, like, okay, th exactly the right amount to get me where I want to be without being yeah one milligram further than where I want to be. So I, uh, yeah, thank God for somewhat accurate and regulated dosages for the most part in these shops um because the way i used to do it <laughs> i used to put i would slang weed you know you accumulate shake i would eat it because i was that you got nugs only i was that kind of dealer i'd sell shake you know for much cheaper you know you wanted all shake only i got you spliffs but sometimes you just accumulate a lot of shake. So I would put it in brownies. But I would put like a half ounce of OG Kush shake, put it in the butter, and then just leave the leaf in. I was like, yeah, it's extra. Yeah. And then put it in a brownie square this big. <laughs> and then I would wake up next to my bed, you know. And it's just like, how did I miss the bed? <laughs> it's a queen, you know. How? How do you miss the bed? A half ounce of brownies is what <laughs> slept like 18 hours it's like oh i overdosed <laughs> overdosed and weed there's a lot of flubbed up words on this one yeah 
dope. And then, uh, oh yeah, no, new, uh, new, not even homework. Anyone who catches a flubbed up word, comment like botched word at the minute mark. And I want to make a highlight of all the times I botched words and growled or fucked up a sentence. There's a lot and a lot. <laughs> so thank you, soldiers. Torpedo team. Maybe the weed edible is kicking in. Was it? Oh, this is the constant. I remember we put make like hash oil edibles and fucking hallucinate off of them. It was just weed. One kid threw up. I told you we all fell asleep in the van outside of my home. Yeah. <laughs> That's too much. It's too strong. I say all that. If I had weed and I made brownies, I would do it the exact same fucking way. And that's dumb. And I don't know if I like that or hate that about myself. But part <laughs> of me loves it. Part of me hates it. I'm like, who am I kidding? I'm making fun of myself. I'll do it. I'll do it the same. But I just bite the corner. Be Good luck. <laughs> I think my second time performing, uh, my dear friend uh, Maddie, she cuts my hair. I gave her a hash oil edible. She's a stoner. And it made her puke. And I performed. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. It was more. Hang on. Oh, the the hope. I was just hanging around younger people. And I don't realize how old I am. I'm turning 37, you know. And a lot of these comics are like 27. So I'm a decade older than them. But I still feel like I'm 12 years old. Yeah. And then I'm just referencing music and TV shows. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, and then a lot of them are still like so happy and hopeful and like do stuff and play board games and life. And I'm like, oh, you wait. <laughs> you fucking wait, dude. You wait till that life hits you, boy. You go in a dark hole. I, uh, I'm going to take a brief. I got to piss so bad. Pause. Okay, and we're back. Pee pee break. I got a I got a couple of shouts out. Shout out to all the people that came out to my show in San Diego. Like I said, I I didn't I didn't mean to be rude if I said there was only sixty people. That's six. That's one hundred twenty people came out to see me, and it was a good fucking show. And uh, uh, Patreon members, a couple came out. Farts McCool, and and it it was I sold all my merch. I sold out of my merch. Um. Yeah, I wish I said this up top, too, because I just don't want... I didn't sound negative about San Antonio, did I? No. Okay. But yeah, it was fucking badass. They came to support me, and God damn it, I brought a, a whole duffel full of merch and a half a suitcase. Half of a smaller suitcase, but still. Two fucking luggages, and I sold out. So, hot damn. And then I forgot about all the shit I have to pay, too. So it's just like... It's just crazy. I love making money, but when you make money, you spend more money on the business side of shit. And you're just like, damn, I got to make more money. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, more merch coming out soon. I apologize. I have been. One thing I can promise, you all will get what you have coming. I promise you that. I'm just who I am and I'm a one-man army over here. I do it all my fucking self. And yeah, you know, sometimes life gets a little hard and you don't 
want to do this shit. And uh, I apologize, but thank you very much for being ride or dies and my people. And I promise I'll get you that content I owe you and that merch I owe you. And I'm going to get some new shit made. Uh, I ordered some. It's just the old stuff. And then we're going to get some new designs too. It's all a process. Got to find an artist that's not too expensive. You know the fucking shit. Anyways. (laughs) Fucking Christ almighty. Everything's easy. Everything runs smoothly and is so easy. Positive. Positive. Nothing ever goes wrong. That sign's green. (laughs) It looks good, though. Yeah, it's great. It looks fucking fire. It's just the wrong color. <laughs> Maybe we'll just switch everything to blue. The thing is, I love blue. I love green. I c- tomato, tomato. They're both fire-ass colors. Maybe we'll just have two signs. That'll be the solo one, and then I'll get another one made in the right color. I don't know. Everything's easy. Anyways, uh, Farts McCool. I owed him merch, so I gave him merch. And then, uh, fuck... What's his real name? Because <laughs> uh, he told me his real name, and then I go, oh, I don't remember. And he goes, Farts McCool. And I was like, I remember <laughs> you, sir. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. I got you, homie. Um, It's a lot of DMs, man. You're buried. Message me. You'll pop back up. I'll get you next time. Oh, Jesus, I I can't believe I have to thank uh, Hunter Holt and Davis Tactical for my gun holster. And uh, shout out to Davis Tactical for making my gun holster and Hunter Holt for gifting it to me. God bless you, gentlemen. There's the proper thank you. I think I said who gives a shit on the first time around. <laughs> and I apologize. But uh, there you are. We do what's right here. God bless you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. I'm scared I'm going to shoot my own dick off, and I'm practicing drawing in my house, (laughs) and my girl loves that. Unloaded. Unloaded. Come on. I'm not a thinker, but I'm a thinker. You know? I'm just kidding. You know what I meant by that. And now uh, we'll talk about my good homie, JP. Jason fucking Preparis. I grew up with this kid, and Jesus Christ, we ran amok. We ran amok. And I hung out with this photo, this picture. Uh, God damn it. I can't. I'm retarded now. I'm going to smoke a joint before the Patreon because this is ridiculous. <laughs> Getting high makes me sober. We, we, I, I love this dude. I, I played Little League with him, high school, uh, all middle school, all whole shit. Known him a whole life. And we hung out and I, I was having such a good time and it was just awesome. You know, you just haven't seen someone. He moved to Texas like, 15 years ago haven't seen him and now i've seen him twice i've toured texas twice and then and then i forgot to take a picture with them that tweet that i tweeted dudes will know (laughs) each other a decade and not have one photo together and then while i was after i spent the whole day with him and he came to my show with his girl and his brother it was jeffrey i love him too and i met his girl crystal and then as i was about to go on stage i almost text him like hey let's take a picture together and then we didn't. And we didn't. I'm like, fuck. I mean, that's actually awesome because we were so in the moment and life was so good. We just forgot. We just forgot. But now I'm like, damn, I just want like one with them. 
and uh yeah dudes will know each other 25 years and not have one fo- i have photos with him but i was like i wanted one recently and not when we're in high school together and uh that's just so funny we had a good time we shared a story i guess i'll end on this story and i may have told it before but we when collaborating with him we remembered more details of you know two sides of the shit face story paints a bigger <laughs> picture and uh and and yeah i think i think i have it now with more details as well as i want him on the podcast because he's one of those guys where i'm like hey remember when you picked up that gopher snake and it bit you and he's like no and then he's like you remember when you fucking were on that roof and you jumped and did and i'm like no you know we i'm like oh duh doc we got caught up those are my party brothers uh he never ditched me though. Those are those are posse of pussies that couldn't hang. And I was like, "Were you part of that posse?" He's like, "No." I was like, "Oh yeah, you were with me. We kind of both were banned for a little while." <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know. Anyways, this story goes. My father calls me. Says this. Keep in mind, this was Jesus Christ sixteen years ago. So if we had a cell phone, there's no camera, there's no GPS, it has the big pull ant, it's a brick, okay? We, um, my dad calls me, he says, hey, I got Angels tickets for free, like dugouts, like good seats, you want them? I'm like, yeah. So I call up JP, he's one of my best buds. I was like, hey, let's get fucked up and go to this Angel game. He's like, hell yeah. So we get the booze and the drugs and the weed and whatever. We drive to Angel Stadium as i see the 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 a in the stadium i go oh we forgot the tickets we forgot to go to my dad we got everything else we got the drugs and the alcohol the cooler <laughs> full of beer but we didn't get the fucking tickets and then i say to him fuck it we'll just go to mexico and i say that as a half-assed joke i'm fucking around and then he's a dumb ego guy so he's like yeah i'll go i'm down and then I'm a dumb ego guy, or especially back then, maybe not so much now. I'm like, I ain't no bitch. And I, I don't say that. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I ain't no bitch. I'll fucking go. And we're like, fine, we'll go to Mexico. <laughs> Salvage the situation. Anaheim's not near Mexico, guys. <laughs> so we drive another two hours. We cross the border. We look at each other. And we're like, we just drove to Mexico. Like we both, we not we both of us did not want to do it. We're like, why did we do this? Why did we do this? And uh, yeah, we admitted we're like when neither of us wanted to bitch out. Like at any point, if one of us went like, nah, man, let's just go home. Like, what? <laughs> That's not how you do things. And then we uh, went to this place called Puerto Nuevo where they sell lobsters for like twenty bucks, whole lobster. Everything so good. Tortilla, beans, rice, whole lobster, garlic, butter. Uh, you eat right on the water. You see the divers diving for it, catch it, bring it up. And so we finish our meal. And then the server comes up to us. He goes, ¿Quieres coca? And I was like, what? And he's like, cocaína. And I go, see. Sí. <laughs> see. Sí. And then he brings us coke. And we do coke. And we're drinking Coronas pacificos soul actually soul i like soul that's my favorite one down there and then we get coked up and we're like oh you know 
two little two little fiends get the get the get that first fix and it's like gah, I want more but we left the restaurant now we're searching for more and we go from Puerto Nuevo to Rosarito Beach uh, in California, the border goes Tijuana. I don't know what's next, but another like hour is Rosarito, and then a little bit, 20, 30 minutes further, <laughs> <laughs> further is Puerto Nuevo. And then, uh, so now we're in Rosarito, and that's where Papa some beer and Senior Frogs and all the hotels, it's tourist trap. And every fucking college kid, anyone under 21 goes there to party. It's standard. Uh, but you know, this is at 3, 4 p.m. on a Tuesday. So Papa Some Beer is empty. Papa Some Beers is closed. Everything's closed. We're the only pinchy gringos in this fucking town. Shit face going from bar to bar to bar. Just doing coke. We run out of coke. And then we ask the guy, hey, can you get some coke? He's like, yeah, follow us. And then we're going down uh, alleys in Mexico and uh asking strangers for coke and he takes us to i fuck i forgot i think he takes us to a couple spots and he's like hey you want to hook these these gringos up and we're just like this <laughs> and then uh we get to this place and it's 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 like a it's like a papa some beer but it just remind me of a of a mob ran club that's not operating like uh, all those episodes of the Sopranos reminded me of like bada bing, but in Mexico, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and then they just, uh, we go in this like cage elevator, like, like, like not, you know, like it looks like it's for bricks elevator and not for humans, (laughs) you know? And then we look at each other and we're like, fuck, like are are we are we going to get uh, robbed, murdered, or cocaine? And then uh, we just got cocaine, and we got even more fucked up. And then we started driving back to America, California, United States. And then I get lost because I'm shit facing on cocaine, driving unfamiliar streets of Mexico with no GPS, no map, no anything (laughs) and then uh, we just end up in the hills and we're just parked in a grocery store lot and i'm just like i don't i don't i was like we'll just sleep in the car and we'll go back at it in the daytime where and i could see stuff and then this family saved us they see us and we're just in a car just standing outside like shit faced and they're like what are you guys doing here? We're like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I was like, we're lost and fucked up. We're just, and we're just going to sleep in the truck. And they're like, no, nah, like, you can't do that. Like, we'll, we'll help you. And then they drove us to the border. And when I mean, it was like a 22 mile long mission. Like, uh, I don't know how long it was, but it was like 30 minutes in a car with rights and lefts and highways and this and that. And then finally they stick their hand out the window and go that way. And then I could at least a border. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, they saved that. And I tried. I remember. I remember trying to pay them. Like, here, like, thank you. Fucking God bless you. 
and they wouldn't take it. They wouldn't take it. They just saved us and just, and they saved us. And then I drive home like this. <laughs> just quiet ride home, bro. Just <laughs> like, fuck, we're dumb. We're so dumb. We're so stupid. Uh, not all Mexico is dangerous, but you know, I guess there is some cartels there and their border towns a little bit sketchy because the cartels run them to bring the drugs over. Uh, but yeah, of course, Mexico is beautiful and has not, you know, just stay away from the cartel. It's just like America. Stay out of the fucking gang areas where they slang drugs. That's it. You'll be all right. <laughs> Every now and then shit pops off. Just try not to catch a stray bullet. That's all. And uh, yeah, so we rehashed that story. And I was like, we were laughing and also like going like, fuck. <laughs> what was wrong with us? What was wrong with us? A lot of sugar and uh, a lot of TV. That's what I tell you. And parents back then, you know, they, 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 now there's books and TV shows and YouTube channels, what to do, not, they didn't have shit. They fucking hamburger helper, top ramen, Kool-Aid and shut the fuck up, kid. <laughs> That's what we had. And, uh, you know, whatever. Broccoli goes a long way. That's all I'm saying. Anyways. Thank you very much, everybody, for supporting my ass. This has been Craig Conan and the Community Service Podcast. Please like, review, rate, subscribe, and and tag all my fucked up words. God bless you. Uh, keep your head up. I know. I know. I'm doing good, and it's still fucking hard. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is this world designed to break us? What's going on? What's going on here? feels that way. Time to rehire the management and if they won't go you know davis tactical <laughs> god bless you and uh, i'll see you at the revolution peace